Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Patience is a virtue. Good things come to those who wait. Patience attracts happiness. It brings near what is far. To lose patience is to lose the battle. I could go on and on about patience as a virtue. That's another sermon. Today's sermon in honor of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is on the virtue of impatience. Here's the precy. Don't sit around waiting for change. Access your sense of urgency. Rise to the occasion and pass it on. On April 12, 1963, Dr. King was arrested and jailed in Birmingham, Alabama, along with his closest friend and advisor, Reverend Ralph Abernathy, and some 55 civil rights advocates. Their crime was parading without a permit, a peaceful march against unconstitutional bans on race mixing in the nation's most segregated city, home to brutal, racially motivated violence. A prison guard smuggled in a newspaper. It featured a letter from eight white ministers attacking Dr. King and calling the protests unwise and untimely. In response, Dr. King wrote letter from Birmingham jail. In a movement largely comprised of sermons and speeches and actions, the letter is an account of the long road to freedom, widely viewed as the most important document of the civil rights era. I have read it countless times, but I have never, ever finished it without crying. I commend it to you. It's very long, some 48 pages, begun in the margins of that newspaper and later smuggled out of jail by Dr. King's lawyer. I'm gonna share some of it with you this morning and I invite you to listen with an ear to the virtue of impatience. Addressed to his fellow clergymen, It begins, while confined here in the Birmingham city jail, I came across your recent statement calling my present activities unwise and untimely. You deplore the demonstrations taking place in Birmingham, 
but your statement, I'm sorry to say, fails to express a similar concern for the conditions that brought about the demonstrations. It is unfortunate that demonstrations are taking place in Birmingham, but it is even more unfortunate that the city's white power structure left the black community with no alternative. My friends, I must say to you that we have not made a single gain in civil rights without determined legal and nonviolent pressure. Lamentably, it is a historical fact that privileged groups seldom give up their privileges voluntarily. Frankly, I have yet to engage in a direct action campaign that was well-timed in the view of those who have not suffered unduly from the disease of segregation. For years now, I have heard the word wait. It rings in the ear of every black person with piercing familiarity. This wait has almost always meant never. We have waited for more than 340 years for our constitutional and God-given rights. There comes a time when the cup of endurance runs over and men are no longer willing to be plunged into the abyss of despair. I hope, sirs, you can understand our legitimate and unavoidable impatience. Let's pause here to understand the spiritual power of the impatience of which Dr. King writes. Patience is easy enough when there's a guaranteed outcome. But an end to segregation was in no way going to be delivered without a struggle. Patience can be the enemy of change. Patience can slide into apathy, indolence, laziness. And as Dr. King noted, chances are that if someone tells you to be patient, they're telling you to fall in line with what's best for them. Dr. King never ceased to reflect on the causes and outcomes of racism, never ceased to pray for an end to segregation. But he knew that reflection and prayer are not enough. He was sick and tired of being sick and tired, impatient for change, impatient to move. And when he moved, he led. People and a movement followed. With this faith, he said in his I Have a Dream speech, with this faith, we will be able to work together to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. Dr. King was impatient for freedom for all people. All great leaders are impatient 
for change. In an 1822 letter remembering the drafting committee of the Declaration of Independence, which included Thomas Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin, John Adams wrote, we were all in haste. Congress was impatient. Belinda Gates, describing herself as an impatient optimist, said, the world is definitely getting better, but it's not getting better fast enough. Where does this show up in our lives today? Waiting for change is characterized by feelings of being out of control, hopelessness, and giving up. But if we can summon impatience, we can transmute those feelings into empowerment and effectiveness. The spiritual practice of impatience can be used for good. As author and poet Maya Angelou implored us, go out and grab the world by the lapels. Weighing the virtues of patience and impatience, it helps to remember that everything, every initiative, every project, every great cause gets messy in the middle. In his book, The Dip, Seth Godin writes of the ease and even fun at the start of any new ambitious project. Motivation and momentum are present in abundance. And then we meet the dip, challenge after head-on challenge to the very existence of our ends. In his book, The War of Art, Stephen Pressfield describes it as meeting the capital R resistance, the personification of whatever's whispering in your ear to give up. The trick is to remember that in any great undertaking, the dip, that messy middle is always present. The resistance is always present. They're part of the inevitable means to the end. It has been proven that simply recognizing that we're in the dip greatly improves our chances of success. There are no shortcuts around it. Our only way out is through. The only way out is to stay the course and here it comes. Impatience can be one of the most effective fuels to power you through it. The directive is to ignite your impatience and craft your own letter from jail. Dr. King's letter from Birmingham jail continues, I must confess that over the past few years, I have been gravely disappointed with the white moderate. I have almost reached the regrettable conclusion that the black person's great stumbling block in his stride toward freedom is not the white citizen's counselor or the Ku Klux Klanner, 
but the white moderate who is more devoted to order than to justice, who prefers a negative peace, which is the absence of tension, to a positive peace, which is the presence of justice, who constantly says, I agree with you in the goal you seek, but I cannot agree with your methods of direct action, who paternalistically believes that he can set the timetable for another man's freedom, who lives by a mythical concept of time, and who constantly advises the black person to wait for a more convenient season. I have just received a letter from a white brother in Texas. He writes, all Christians know that black people will receive equal rights eventually, but it is possible that you are in too great of a religious hurry. Such an attitude stems from a tragic misconception of time, from the strangely irrational notion that there is something in the very flow of time that will inevitably cure all ills. Human progress never rolls in on the wheels of inevitability. It comes through the tireless efforts of men to be co-workers with God, and without this hard work, time itself becomes an ally of the forces of social stagnation. We must use time creatively in the knowledge that the time is always right to do right. I am rereading Gospel of Freedom author Jonathan Reeder's deep dive into those difficult days in Birmingham jail. Dr. King was in solitary confinement. His faith faltered. Alone in jail, says Reeder, he plunges down into a kind of depression and panic combined. But then, he reads the white minister's letter and everything shifts. Suddenly, reader continues, he's rising up out of the valley, up the mountain on a tide of indignation. And so his letter, we have to understand from the beginning, is born in a moment of anger. Sometimes, my friends, the very best thing we can do is to get mad. Mad in a way that energizes us rather than exhausts us. Mad in a way that knows that too much patience can make us miss the moment when our ideas, our words, our action might just change everything. Too much patience leaves us sitting around waiting when we should be making a bold move for change. Too much patience, too much patience can make us stay when we should leave, growing disillusioned and bitter. As he rose from despair, Dr. King exhorted us to be impatient for justice. 
as the wisdom literature of Ecclesiastes reminds us to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. That passage concludes a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. Let's take just a moment now to consider how to discern the time, the time for patience and the time for impatience. Here's what I know about patience and impatience. It begins with fear. Something happens or it doesn't happen and suddenly we're hooked. We used to talk about fight or flight. Now we know that responses to stressors or trauma range across five fields. Fight, flight, freeze, fawn, or flop. So something happens or nothing happens and our sympathetic nervous system kicks in and stress hormones are released and whether we know it or not, we are suddenly perceptually, cognitively and emotionally impaired. Maybe we suit up for a fight, maybe we run, maybe we dissociate or try to please or play dead. To any stress, any time things aren't going our way, we respond with fight, flight, freeze, fawn, or flop. What's your go-to? It turns out that once we're aware of reacting rather than responding, we can do something about it. The first thing we can do is find our breath. Do nothing and breathe, breathe. When you feel irritated, annoyed, angry, take a moment and breathe. Judy Sims, a trainer and coach says, the next thing to do is to notice and get curious. What are those feelings? And then dig in. Who are you? What are your core values? What are your bottom lines? And now you're ready to discern. Is this a time for patience or impatience? Again, Rising from despair, Dr. King wrote, we must use time creatively in the knowledge that the time is always ripe to do right. He concluded letter from Birmingham jail, 
If I have said anything in this letter that overstates the truth and indicates an unreasonable impatience, I beg you to forgive me. If I have said anything that understates the truth and indicates my having patience that allows me to settle for anything less than brotherhood, I beg God to forgive me. Beloved spiritual companions, wait almost always means never. May we ignite the spiritual practice of impatience, grabbing the world by the lapels. May Dr. King's dream echo down through the ages and sound in our lives. May we be impatient for justice. Amen. And now for our benediction, I invite you to put your hands over your heart in namaste. I bow to the divine in you. From the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. And with this faith, we will go out and adjourn the councils of despair and bring new light into the dark chambers of pessimism. And we will be able to rise from the fatigue of despair to the buoyancy of hope. And this will be a great America. We will be participants in making it so. So help us, God. Let us keep this faith, beloveds, and pass it on. The service begins when the service ends, bless your hearts. I love you. Amen. Please visit ASCBoston.org.
for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace.